This is the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's the Bowtie Guy. Hey, welcome to the Mess It Up Podcast. It is Thanksgiving week, and I've got uh, my friends the Cadoulas here and listener Beth from California. We're all here together doing a little uh, four-person show. It's the Quadra Show. Um... And uh, we're all sharing one microphone, so I apologize in advance if the sound is not exactly what you want, but you can be thankful that we have some sound. Uh, And uh, since this is a Thanksgiving show, we'll be doing a little bit of Thanksgiving theme kind of stuff. So I'm going to jump right in with our word of the week. When we were thinking about words of the week for Thanksgiving, a couple years ago I used cornucopia and I used different stuff. This year, our word of the week is giblets. And giblets, Andrew, um, do you want to tell the people what giblets are? It's the all the guts and stuff in the turkey, right? Yeah, it's it's the 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 edible parts, the uh, like um, internal organs of uh, a bird are um, the giblets. So you have like the heart, the liver, the gizzard, um, that kind of stuff. And so a lot of times you'll get that in a little package there. Personally, <laughs> not a fan mm. of the giblets, mm-hmm. but my mother loved them. And your mom, my mom, yeah, loved them. Do you guys are you guys giblet eaters or no? Your your grandma would uh, make this like stew with like the turkey skin and the giblets. Remember? Oh, my grandma. Yeah, your Lola. Yeah. Um and yeah, it was gross. But then <laughs> yeah. you have to remember they came from a third world country. And a Pacific that was, like, Island a country, though. Yeah, I mean delicacy. Sometimes. I don't know what Asians think of our food, but I look at sometimes I look at them like, "You're gonna eat that?" It's an interesting <laughs> choice, but I'm sure they must think that when I have, you know, like a hot dog. Like, really? I think that when you had your beans and toast. Beans right. and toast, yeah, yeah. But you know, it's not maybe not just your relatives because my grandma did that too. Mm. I mean, they used everything. I think well, it was that's more the thing. A yeah, of maybe just, like just using the whole turkey. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because we go shopping at the store. We're able to say, yeah, maybe not on the giblets, uh, but if you you know have to go out and get that bird from the field because that's what you're eating tonight, yeah. he's like, mm-hmm. we can eat this. Oh yeah, and I even even when things are pre-packed, I'm like, I can't get the first one. I have to dig to the very back and get the one that wasn't touched. Yeah. But uh, Andrew's grandma didn't have that luxury. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So anyhow, giblets. Enjoy your giblets uh, this week for uh, Thanksgiving. Try to use it as many times as possible. I'm going to issue a Thanksgiving dinner challenge with the word giblets. If you can use giblets in a reasonable way, not just saying giblet, 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 (laughs) but if you can use it 10 times reasonably during the Thanksgiving meal while you're at the table, 1,000 bonus points. Yeah, it's it's extra extra something so uh Ooh, get um, all those giblets yeah something to look <laughs> for oh, don't, don't get them help yeah that turkey uh, has some giblets on it <laughs> isn't it <laughs> uh so anyhow uh it is thanksgiving week we are here with the mess it up podcast and i want to tell you just a couple of things up front about the podcast if you're a new uh, listener you can help support us and we would be very thankful to you by going on to whatever podcast catcher you're listening on and giving us a rating uh, hopefully five stars and a review and uh, we really appreciate your help that way if you want to um, uh, post on social media we are there on social media we're on Facebook we're on Instagram we're on 
um, Reddit uh, under Messed Up Ministries. So you can check things out like that and uh, become part of the conversation. You can also email me at bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com or intern Dave at info at messituppodcast.com to let us know your thoughts about the show or suggestions. And if you really feel extra special, helpful, and you want to become one of our Patreon members, you can support the show financially. We are 100% listener supported. And uh, if you go to patreon.com slash mess it up podcast, uh, we're there. Or if you just go to mess it up podcast.com and click on the become a patron button, it'll take you to our Patreon page. And for as little as $1 a month, you can financially support the show and keep us on the air. So we really appreciate that. We got some cool swag for people who do it. Uh, if you signed up recently, and you haven't gotten your swag package from me. Uh, I apologize. I've got some swag packages I've got to get out. Uh, I'm looking at you, Brian. Uh, so um, that will be coming uh, quite uh, soon here, hopefully. Um, by the time you listen to this, maybe even I will have it out to you. Anyhow, um, we love our listeners. We love you guys for being here. And uh, I guess I should stop talking and let my guests say some stuff. Uh, just let the people know who you are so they can recognize your voice. Hi, <clears throat> it's Bev. Uh, listener Bev from California to many of you that know me and uh, I'm happy to be here today. Awesome. Hey everyone, it's Andrew again. I'm the worship director for Celebrate Recovery. I've been on this show a few times. It's good to be back. Yeah. Howdy, howdy. (laughs) (laughs) It's Giselle. And Giselle, you've probably heard her. uh, She's been doing the the 12-step series with us uh, and so you guys are going to be hearing more of uh, Andrew and Giselle as we go through this 12-step uh, series that we're in the middle of. We took a little pause for Thanksgiving today but um, they're going to help us out with that. So anyhow, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here and let's talk about Thanksgiving. It's crazy. It's 2020 and this is the year that will go down in history as a crazy year, at least in our lifetimes. Uh, this is probably the craziest that I've seen things go on. I mean, we've had catastrophes and disasters and tragedies, but this has been a year of what the heck <laughs> for a lot of people. For I me. think it's funny how last year we were like, okay, 4th of July, we got a major earthquake, um, Thanksgiving earthquake, Christmas, or no, Thanksgiving snow, snow, Christmas, like another earthquake. And then we were like, oh, New Year's, we're going to have a volcano erupt. It was like, no, we're going to have a pandemic. Yes. We didn't think that was going to happen. I'd rather have gone with the volcano. You know, (laughs) volcanoes are interesting. Uh, I I, I don't know. As as uncomfortable as the pandemic was, I think I might choose pandemic over volcano. Um, Because I've seen Uh, some pretty destructive things with volcanoes. It, I guess it depends on the volcano and where it yeah. is. Yeah. If it's in the middle of the nowhere, then... Middle of nowhere, that's cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. wait a minute, wait a minute. You might have just described Ridgecrest. Oh. Yeah, that yeah. That is true. Because we're kind of in the middle of nowhere. So one of the easiest things that I want to start off with is the things, you know, something that we're thankful for that's just like, you don't have to sit and think real hard about it. It's like, okay, bam, here's something that I'm super thankful for. And it just comes right to the top of my head. Do you guys have anything right off that you're like really thankful for? I mean, well, like last so like last night we in FCR we were putting together a list of things we were thankful for also, and the first two things I wrote down was my wife and my son. Like that mm-hmm. was easy thing to put in, and uh, followed by that would just be the fact that 
you know, I have a job that I could do from home and, you know, I don't like, there's a lot less risk for me to, to do, but I can still keep working. I keep making money for my family so that we can stay healthy and, and have this home that we could huddle up in. So that's, that's the really what's really what I'm thankful for. Yeah. Right off the top of my head anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always extremely grateful that Grayson is in school age, so I don't have to deal with all the annoying stuff with the school system right now. <laughs> so, I'm that's your obvious. My obvious. obvious one. Yes. Um, I think probably at the top of my list would be um, I'm so grateful for my family, my husband, my children, my grandchildren. Um, but then the other thing I'm really thankful for is that I have good health. And I am the oldest one sitting at this table. So when I look at that, it's no small thing. Um, sometimes when I'm at the gym and I'm just walking on that treadmill and I'm thinking, I can be here doing this. And I just know there's many people that can't. So Yeah, the oldest one and probably the most in shape one of any of us as well. It's really <laughs> sure about that. You're making us all look bad there, Bev. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for me, there's so many obvious things that when I sit down, because a knee-jerk reaction on a year like this, it's like, oh yeah, this is a bad year. Oh, this is a tough year. Oh, things are horrible. Um, and knee-jerk reactions sometimes with me in life is like, oh yeah, things are hard. And what do I have to be thankful for? And when I look at it, it does not take me long. When we were doing that uh, thankfulness, if you want to know what we're talking about, if you look at lesson 22 uh, in the Celebrate Recovery uh, series, it's that gratitude lesson, and, and we're just talking about the things that we were grateful for and thankful for, and there's so many, and uh, the, like you guys, family, it's just the people around me that, and not just, you know, blood family, but forever family, uh, you know, I was having a, a, a rough incident just this week, and I called uh, my friend Pastor Dan and talked to him, and I, I knew what I needed to hear but I just needed to have someone I trust tell me what I needed to hear. Um, even though I knew it, I just needed it reinforced. And I, I called and he answered the call and, and, and gave me just beautiful uh, words of wisdom. And I'm just super thankful that I'm not alone. Um, to me, alone is the worst. And uh, no matter how lonely I can sometimes feel, I know I'm not alone in the struggle, in the walk, in the celebrations. Because um, I've got people like the Gadulas and, and Bev here who are willing to take time out of a Saturday afternoon to record a show for me again. Um, you know, it's like that. everybody, I think sometimes they get worried seeing me come up because like, hey, do you want to be on my show? I need someone to be on my show. I want you to be on the show. And uh, they never say no. Uh, so, um, yeah, that's my, my obvious is just family and the people that I surround myself with. Yeah. So those easy ones are easy. And, and, and maybe this is a cool thing um, that we can do uh, when you're out there on our social media, like on um, Instagram or Twitter or whatever, uh, I want you to put in uh, hashtag easy thanks. Take a picture of what you're thankful for that you don't have to think long and hard about. And uh, if it's, you know, your spouse or your kids or whatever, take a picture, hashtag easy thanks, and um, maybe we'll give somebody some, uh, some Starbucks money for uh, Black Friday. Um, so I'll do that on Black Friday. Uh, I will uh, look for easy thanks, and someone will win some uh, 
some easy money there. Um, so what about the ones that are more tricky, um, that you might have to think about longer and harder, that don't just like come to your head and, and might not be an obvious one? Because I think it's a little obvious for us to say family, and, and maybe for some people it's not. Uh, and for some people it's hard to be thankful for family. Uh, but uh, what are what's a, an area that you're thankful for that you might have to think a little harder or not be quite as uh, uh, excited about? Um, I, I have one, something. and it probably would fall in the category of an easy one too, <laughs> as well as being the hardest. Hey, what are you doing here? You're hijacking <laughs> the show, going a different right. direction. And I'm messing it up for you. And this is oh, the perfect. Place to do it's it. the perfect place. No, that was the uh, the passing of. To heaven of my mom mm -hmm. and the reason why I say that's obvious and easy is because as a devoted Christ follower um, I know I don't think I know she's in heaven with Jesus and so that one had both sides of the coin it was you know my loss and I miss her like crazy and yet at the very same time I know and I'm thankful that my mom made that decision at an early age um, to let God lead her life. And so we all had that reassurance at the very end. You know, it's like, we're not going to say goodbye today and never get to say hello again. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, this, this one's a little bit more difficult, obviously, because we're, we're, we're doing the deep dive on it. But... What comes to my mind is James 1, 2 that says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. And it goes on uh, you know, to um, just encourage us to trust God. And that, that deep dive, thanks, for me is the trials. I, it's hard for me to say I'm thankful for the trials because I get, I get worn out. I get exhausted with trials. And I had a trial just this, you know, a couple days ago that really made me feel exhausted. But I know that I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing right now if it weren't for all of the trials of the past. If I hadn't gone through my incarceration, there's no way I would be doing anything with prison ministries. I just, I wouldn't. And I get so much joy out of doing that. And I've been so blessed by doing that. So, so I can look back and have hindsight thanks for those trials and difficult times that I've gone through. And this year has been no different. I've had some of the, the most difficult trials in the last couple of months emotionally that I've had in a long time. But they strengthen me. They make me better they they harden my resolve for what i'm doing and they let me know that you know i'm of the mind that satan doesn't pick on the lukewarm you know the lukewarm is no threat to satan he just let the lukewarm go about doing nothing um so i i, I like to think that not just because i have a trial that satan's picking on me but when i'm doing something for christ and i run into trouble with it and I like think, okay, well, maybe I'm on the right thing here because Satan's trying to get me to stop and uh, it's not going to happen. 
<laughs> this is where it'd be great to have a video podcast. Like, no, you, no, you, no, you. So there's two things that come to mind, and after hearing what Paul said, that's when I thought of the second. But the the, the first thing for me is well, the illness that I have. So I'm I'm a diabetic. For anyone that hasn't heard that yet, and uh, the thing is for for me that I realize I need to. Not need to be thankful, but I am thankful for having been diagnosed with it because of the fact that we caught it earlier on so that there's less chance of me having longer-term repercussions of this condition and I could be here for many more years with my family and to support them and you know, see my kids grow. And, and that's really one of the first things. It's hard to think I'm thankful that I have this condition but I am in the regard that, well, I, I have it, and I know that I have it, rather than I have it and I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, the that not knowing is, is tricky. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, my friend uh, up in Oregon is going through some stuff, and he didn't know what was going on. And now he knows, and that doesn't make it you know, go away, mm-hmm. but at least they know, okay, this is what we're dealing with. And when we didn't know what we are dealing with, it was so emotionally difficult. It was just heart-wrenching to be like, Okay, it could be this, it could be that. So yeah, there's, there's, there is a relief in that knowing, I yeah. think. And uh, so that's the first thing. The second thing is actually what brought us out to Ridgecrest, which I, I realized, and I've told this story before on this podcast, but back in high school when I wanted to be and join the music department at my college, I auditioned and I didn't get in. And that just tore me up. I had no clue what to do little 18 year old Andrew but <laughs> uh, but you know that that moment was sort of that turning point that mm-hmm. ended up guiding me down this alternative route right. that was truly meant for me and and you know it, I wanted to be a music teacher but it turns out that God wants me to help others in worship and, and that's that's where he's led me wow. and led my family mm. I love that and was that that when that happened was the tearing apart because that was what you, you you weren't sure who you were, what you were at that point. Because that was your identity, and now your identity wasn't. Yeah. yeah. So uh, back in high school, senior year, I was the drum major of the marching band. I was every single music group you could think of. I was in. You were in the Rolling Stones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not not That's in that so sense. cool. I wish. That'd be cool. I'd be I'd be loaded. Um, yeah. <laughs> But, you know, that whole thing, though, where everybody thought if there was one person to become a music teacher out of the people, um, you know, graduating, it was Andrew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and that, that that dream or that vision just, it was gone. Mm-hmm. That's wow. tough. Wow. Jeez. It's still hard. It's a hard question. I listened to all three of you. Well, it's not uh, easy going last. You know, so it's hard. If you jump in and go first... You know, you don't have time to think. You set the but, bar. But then if you, if oh, you yeah. go last, now it's like, okay, they said, oh, you took my, oh, you took, oh, wow. You know, it's so more it, so it's like, tricky. oh, that was profound. I need to find something profound to say. Don't be um, profane. <laughs> profound is good, but don't be profane. Um, I guess there's a couple things that this week, especially, I've been saying I'm grateful for. And... Um, like I was talking to a friend and we were talking about how, you know, 
her teenage daughter is really irritated with her because she's so strict. And I'm like, girl, I look back now. My mom was so strict. She sounded just like you. And I hated it. But now looking back and seeing where my friends have gone just because I saw them starting off that way in middle school and high school when my mom wouldn't let me go through those things, um, you know, I'm a lot better off than they are. Mm-hmm. Um not saying my mom's perfect, but, you know, like, <laughs> definitely the strictness that I wasn't grateful for 10, 12 years ago, you know, um, now I am. Um, and another thing was just the difficult, I'm kind of grateful that parenting's kind of difficult. Yeah. Um, I'm like, I hated it. Like today we went to Joanne's and he was like on the floor screaming, crying, but I'm like, he looks so darn cute (laughs) after like I left and I had food in my belly. I was like, Oh, he was kind of cute, but we were watching a TV show this week. Uh, this is us. And the episode was, Oh, no spoilers. This isn't a spoiler, but it was a flashback where they're like trying to sleep train one of the triplets. And <laughs> the mom acted just like me, and and the dad was just like Andrew. Like I was like, I have to. What if my baby's like, he's getting emotionally traumatized, and you know, like, what if he's suffocating, or what if he's hurting, and like all these things, and like the dad's all like, you need to calm down. Like he needs to like learn how to soothe himself. Anyways, like, it was basically, like, Andrew and I, the entire episode, every time they went back to that flashback, we were just, like, cracking up, because, like, in the moment, it was, like, legit, like, I was in tears, like, how am I letting my baby cry, but now that he, like, sleeps through the night, I could get, like, eight hours of sleep, like, if I, if I don't stay up, now, like, Andrew and I are able to laugh about it and crack up, and it's those things that, if you didn't have the, that difficult moment, like, you wouldn't be realizing how strong you were and how you were able to get through that yeah but you can't laugh until you're a parent (laughs) so and going back to being thankful about your mom um is it because of maturing and becoming an adult or being a parent now does that help you to see where she was coming from which do you think has more to do with it um i guess a little bit of both i mean i can't fully say because i'm a parent because I'm a parent of a two-year-old, and that was like a parent of a teenager, I feel. But I definitely it see like how, <laughs> yeah, I could definitely see how like later in the future, like because I know the things my friends did and went through, like I'm not gonna let Grayson go through that stuff. And that's kind of like what me and my friend were talking about, where it's like she, her friends did things. That's why she's not letting her teenage daughter, you know have too much freedom because she knows what teenagers can do mm-hmm. so um it's definitely that we're like because i'm a parent now and i want to make sure grayson doesn't get hurt or doesn't get uh begin his life on the wrong foot so yeah. it's interesting as i went through being a teenager then being a parent of teenagers and now being a grandparent of a teenager and getting my perspective as as one and then as the parent you know i did that same thing it's like look i know what was up now now bev was she was a model human being as a teenager she wasn't looking to cause a ruckus 
I was, all my friends, we were looking to cause a ruckus and we were, you know, doing the things and I wasn't necessarily doing them, but I was where they were being done. And so I knew the potential. And so I didn't, I wasn't as trusting or naive with my kids and they didn't appreciate that necessarily. Um, they didn't like the strictness and, and the probing questions. And now I see as we have, you know, our uh, oldest daughter now has a teenager and I could see when he was wanting to go out for trick-or-treating <laughs> for the first time without the family and her questions is like, okay, she's doing the things yes. that we did that yes. she hated, but you know, you see those, those mm -hmm. things go through. And I remember when I said something to my child that my dad used to say to me and I hated it and I was like, ah, oh, it just came out, but it's like, okay, I get you dad. I understand. And I called my dad. I was like, Hey dad, I get it. Okay. I get it. I, I finally get it. Um, it's tough, but it's, it is, it's a huge blessing that, that yeah. difficulty. I honestly, I hate when I'm like, you're driving me crazy. Cause I used to hate when my mom said that, but it's like, literally you are driving me crazy. We'll it <laughs> yeah. Cause literally he'd be in a car. Yeah. Oh, yeah. True. So, <laughs> but yeah. I mean, I mean, he does have a lot of toy cars. So. That is true. That is true. <laughs> um, well, man, we've been going a long time on this. Uh, Andrew has the song of the week for us this week um, that he uh, suggested, and I thought, oh, well, this is a great song of the week. Andrew, uh, we're going to play this song of the week, but go ahead and tell him what it is, and then uh, after Andrew lets you know, we'll be back on the other side of ninety seconds. Hey everyone, Andrew again. So we're getting the song of the week for Mess It Up. This week is Gratitude by Brandon Lake. you get shy on me lift up your soul cause you've got a line inside of those lungs get up and praise the Lord oh come on my soul oh don't you get shy on me lift up your soul cause you've got a line inside of those lungs get up and praise the all right, so we're back. There is another uh, real uh, contemplative song. I, I can always trust Andrew to bring me a song that I might not have heard and that is heady and uh, lets you just kind of ruminate in if his, Andrew's music <laughs> tastes have a lot of headroom, I think, uh, to think about um, the stuff. So this is another one of those. Uh, Giselle, what, do you, what did you get out of this one? Um, my favorite part whenever I hear this song is um, when he says, uh, I have nothing else fit for a king except for a heart singing hallelujah. I think it's just so awesome. Like, um, 
um, I forgot who told me this, but, um, you know, God created everything. Like, he created us. He created, you know, all these crazy, amazing life organs, functions, giblets. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but uh, um, the one thing he can't do is worship himself. And yeah. that just kind of like, wow, I have nothing. Where did we hear that? Because I remember hearing that recently too. I heard it in my Bible study, but I don't know where they uh, heard you know what? it. I feel like maybe even we were talking yeah. about it when you were on show recently. We were talking about another song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like, that <laughs> right there, I, like, like sticks with me because it's like, I have nothing fit for a king except the one thing he can't do for himself. And I could worship him and sing to him my praises. And it also reminds me of, like the feeding the 5,000, is it? Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, uh, just giving what the loaves of bread and the fish, that was all that boy had, right? Was it a boy? Yeah. <laughs> um, all he had, but he was like, here, like, can this feed people? And it fed people. 5,000 just because he was like, like, I don't have anything, but here, take this. Um, And it's just, I think it not only, like, I feel like a part of gratitude also is being willing to do things for others, too. Because being humble, I guess, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyways, like, um, main, the main thing I, I like about it is like, wow, that's the biggest thing you can do for God. Uh, For me, um, that's definitely one of the hitters for me too. It's, Paul kind of hit the nail on the head. I'm one of those people that loves a good song to just marinate on. That's the word I use, you know marinate, meditate, whatever the word is you want to use for that. Um, and that's, that's me. That, you know, music was my outlet for me to express myself and to collect myself. And, and I realized that that's really where my taste in, in a lot of worship music tends to go because that's what helps me move on with my day. And in this particular song, though, I guess the other thing, one of the most things that actually, if I had to choose one part of this song, it's it's that bridge part where he talks about, come on, my soul, don't you get shy on me. Lift up your song because you've got a line inside of those lungs. Get up and praise the Lord. If you look up the video for this song, look for the acoustic one, uh, Brandon Lake actually talks in the beginning a little bit about what we need to do sometimes in times of trial, and and I am a firm believer of that, that, you know, we need to sometimes, you know, no matter how tough life gets, we need to just command our soul to praise the Lord still. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. Yeah, which goes back to that difficult, you know, that deep dive things that we looked at before. Yeah. Um, the one that I love is the part where he says, I could sing these songs as I often do, but every song must end 
and you never do. Mm. That God has no beginning, God has no end. Um, he never changes, he always is the same. And so with everything that's gone on in 2020, you know, I've thought myself and heard many people say, nothing is predictable. Nothing is the same tomorrow as it is today. And everything's constantly changing and that just drives me nuts. And um, I go back to that thought, but God never does. God never changes. Um, we've just gone through a season where, um, once again, we've had to tell a family member, you know, no, we can't help you. And um, right now, that family member is not real happy with us, not pleased with us, which breaks my heart. But when I go back to the scriptures and when I look at the song, I see that our only response is just exactly what you said, Giselle. It's just to give him what we have. And not only all, what we have, but all that we have. Um, and whether that's two copper coins, like the story in the Bible, or it's simply my life, <laughs> um, God accepts that and he won't reject us on any platform so yeah and and moreover not just that we can't help them but that we choose not to yes that, that yes. It's, it's not just like oh if we could we would but right, right. We, we know that it's not the right thing is right. we make it a conscious choice not to and and so uh and i don't want to capitalize the time but and i don't also want to jump off the subject but that was another area of my life that i'm really thankful for which sounds really strange because in this whole scenario uh, with his family member, basically, I had to make a decision where I had to, I knew what my father was telling me to do, and father meaning God, and so this time I chose obedience over comfort, obedience over what felt like it could be right, and it feels good to be walking in that kind of faith. So I'm thankful for that challenge, because what it is doing is just growing spiritual muscles for me. So I think that has to do with gratitude. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I wanted to say the same thing uh, that you said, Bev, and I actually highlighted every song must end and you never do because that really stood out to me. Um, but the other part on here is as I look at this song in whole, you know, it says, all my words fall short, I've got nothing new. And... Um, you know, I've got just one response, I've got one move. And then the bridge, come on my soul, don't you get shy on me. And it's so easy for me to talk myself out of the capacity that God gave me to worship him or to be thankful or to, to be. And that's, you know, I talked about it in my lesson last night, listening to the wrong voice, telling the wrong story. That's not my story. That's not the story that God has for me, that you're a, a loser or a, a can't do or a, a whatever. It's like, no, you're my favorite. You can do this. You know, go get them. You know, find what you do and whatever you do, do it well. And, and that's what God has for us. And, and at, at bare minimum, we could just say, thank you, God, for making me your favorite. And even if, you know, the world right now is against me and I feel like giving up, I know that God has something 
in the future if I just hang on. Um, to me, it's it's the roller coaster going out of the station and going up, you know, the hill and thinking, what have I gotten myself into? And I remember the first time, and I'm I'm the guy I like to ride in the front car, so that when we go over the edge, you know, you're still hanging there looking down, and you get a chance to you know think about what you've done. And I remember the first time I rode on Goliath at Magic Mountain, you go up this long, long, long hill and you look down, it's like, really? You stood in line to do this? And, and then at the end, it's like, let's do it again. Um, and, and that's, you know, sometimes in life I'm going up the hill and sometimes I'm hanging over the edge and looking down and thinking, ah, but most of the time I'm coming back into the station saying, all right, let's do this again. This was a hoot. Let's let's do it again. And and I, I love that idea of, of gratitude. Just like, hang on, we'll get there. Um, let's do this again. So, um, any other final shots before we we move on on that song? All right, cool. Well, um, <clears throat> I'm looking at the clock here. We're we're almost you know 36 minutes into this thing, which is. Great, but I, I have you know just a final question that I want to throw out there for our, our discussion here to kind of wrap this up, and it's future thanks. You know, looking to that whole hey, let's do this again next year at this time. What do you want to be saying? I, I was just looking in in my my timeline, and um, it, it showed me on my. Uh, Thing. two years ago I was recording my 31st show so I went to Baskin Robbins for my 31st show and here I am now on show oh. what's happening what's happening that's funny I don't know what's going on wow. phone's blowing up um, here I am on show 130 something you know 100 shows down the line from that what will I be thankful for next year? What am I going to be saying next year, Thanksgiving time? What is it, as I look into the future, that I'm hoping to be thankful for? You may see a lot of people looking around and pointing. So for me, uh, next year, I want to be thankful for more of what I've been doing. This year, I published my first book. Um, and I'm working on writing the second one and, and by next year I want to have it out and I've got you know 10 or so books in my mind that I want to write and if I do one a year that's that's a pretty good pace for me I think maybe you know at some point I can do a couple in a year but that's what I want to be thankful for I want to be thankful for being back in the prison and life getting back to normal ish with everything that we've gone through and being able to look back and say, okay, 2020 was a, 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 a speed bump or a pothole, but it was not a catastrophic failure that stopped me, that stopped my family, that stopped our country, that stopped our, our faith. Um, and I, I, I'm confident that next year I'll be thankful for 2021 that we've been able to pick ourselves up, dust ourselves off, and keep moving forward. Ditto. Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess I could add some 
thing. Um, what was I gonna say? Ditto. Ditto. You can you can say me. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I guess this time next year, no matter what happens, I just want to be grateful for you know my family. Not in the sense like oh I have a great family, but um, just like you know whether God blesses us with another baby or Grayson's our only baby I just want to always remember that like I had a baby where like there's people that have been trying for like 10 years and never had one so whether we have an only child or eight children which we won't have eight children. <laughs> I don't want to be thankful for eight children. <laughs> <laughs> Not but, by this yeah. time next year. Yeah. Right. We're going to have triplets. But, you know, Three like, times. just, like, being grateful, like, oh, I never got a baby girl. Just, like, being thankful for I had one child that I did not strangle. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess that's weird, but. No, not no. at all. That, that made me think about, you know, what the Lord, my answer. And I, I, I think that what I would like to say is that I'm thankful for all that I have. Mm. Ooh. And the all that God has provided me that I need. You and know. that's your future thanks. Yeah. Okay. I, the, um, that song just shifted something in me. And um, uh, it, it just, uh, it's a very emotional experience when I listen to music like that. But not to be super, uh, I don't know what the word is anyway. You know, I again, I come back to my mom and thinking about my mom. And um, my prayer would be, my giving thanks would be that I would love to see every single one of my immediate and extended family come to know the Lord the way my mom did. Mm. Um, because I know that's what she wanted. Mm. And... Um, that's why she didn't want to go when she did leave this world. It's because, can I just stay around a little bit longer, God, and see my great-great-great-great-grandkids grow up and, and love you? She wanted that reassurance. And so that's how I'm feeling, too. I want to see every one of my family members in and all in um, to make Jesus the Lord of their life. Yeah. It's... It, coming into the holiday season here, you know, once you hit Halloween in America, you know, you're in the holiday season. And uh, we tend to, it seems like we're getting started earlier and earlier on stuff. Traditionally, it was, you know, Thanksgiving, you know, you put up Christmas decorations, you know, the day after or whatever that time. And, and now, you know, we put up our Christmas lights last night, uh, <laughs> you know, a week before Thanksgiving. And we're getting into it sooner and sooner. But in recovery circles, this is like one of the roughest times of the year. These holiday blues are a real thing because we're missing people. Everyone's going through at some point, you know, this is okay. This is the first Thanksgiving without somebody. You know, somebody's missing from the table. Someone's missing at Christmas. And we go through these things. And I remember when I lost my father, it was uh, on Tuesday before Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. and. And trying to look at, our right, what are we going to do for Thanksgiving? And it was a very low-key Thanksgiving mm -hmm. that year. And 
I know that it's going to be real for you. And my plea would be that everybody has someone to reach out to. And whether it's a person that you can reach out and, and touch, like, you know, I've got my hand on Bev's shoulder right now, or if I have to make a phone call, I just pray that you have that person and you identify that person before you need it. You don't want to be on the Titanic and not know where the, you know, lifeboat is because there weren't enough. And you don't want to be scrambling around at that point trying to figure out what to do. So identify those people so that you can reach out if you need to. And if you need to, do it. If it's 2 o'clock in the morning, do it. You're more important than somebody's sleep. And I guarantee they won't be that upset at you. They might be groggy. They might come off a little bit odd at first. But they'll be thankful you did. And if they're not, find a new person because that person's a bobo head. Um, <laughs> you need to you know, have that. And if, if you can't find anybody... Call me. It's 760-608-1942. If if you're at the end of your rope, give me a call and I'll show you how to turn around and go up. Because the end of the rope is is not the end of the rope. It's the beginning of the rope. You've got all that rope left when you turn around and start going the other direction. Um, So don't be alone. Find someone. Give them a big old hug. And let it be awkward. Linger. You know, <laughs> hug your mom, hug your dad, During, your like, grandma. COVID. That's Maybe not okay. grandma. It's yeah. high risk. Yeah, you know, high wear a mask. You know, breathe into her armpit or something. But spray yourself with uh, ice. Yeah, be be loved, be well, uh, and be part of of something as you go, because uh, it's a wonderful thing. And uh, we don't want to be without you next year. And we want you to be listening to the show next year when we're here. Um, any other final thoughts? Um, go out in the sun because it gets dark early and I know for me if I don't get some one-on-one time with the sun I get depressed mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's a that's a good yeah. word and yeah days are short and get out there and do stuff uh, keep yourselves well wash your hands have fun at Thanksgiving uh, don't forget hashtag easy thanks someone gets some Starbucks out of it Uh, So put those pictures up. I'll be looking on uh, Friday uh, after Thanksgiving for that to give away our our Starbucks card. And um, I guess that's about it for this show. Except for one thing. Mess it up. We'll see you next time we mess it up. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up Podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. Happy Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble. Your turkeys. Jibblets. Yeah, right. Yeah. I was thinking of that. Space Jam.